My name is Lincoln. Thanks for joining me once again. You're listening to That's the Truth. Coming right up is the audio recording of one of our live stream services from the House of God here in Montreal. You can watch the video recording on our Facebook page, Linked with God. That's L-I-N-K-E-D, with God. Or you can head on over to our YouTube channel, That's the Truth. If you have trouble finding that page, go to youtube.com, enter That's the Truth in the search bar, click on the filter button, which you'll see a little lower to the left of the search bar, then click on the channel button where you'll see the Bible icon that identifies our channel, That's the Truth, and that should appear right on top of the list. Click on the Bible icon where you'll then have access to all of our teachings on video. Please share these links with your friends and family so they too can be blessed with the Word of God as you are receiving it right now. This is how you can help me preach the gospel of Christ, salvation for this generation. Well, let's get right to it. Get your Bibles. There's a lot to read because God has a lot to say to us. Directly from the Word of God, you're listening to That's the Truth. Thank you, thank you, Jesus. Praise His holy name. Praise God. Hallelujah. Share this link. Let's get as many people listening as possible because I'm going to pray pretty soon. Praise God. Usually I find a verse and just exhort and say something good that God has done for you and I, but amen, just singing about, I know it was the blood. Praise God. 30 seconds, we're going to put our hands up. And we're going to thank God, not only for this day which he has given us, but we're going to thank God for the blood. Praise God. Amen. That washed me of my sin. Hallelujah. The atonement, because Jesus Christ is my redeemer. 15 seconds. Share this link. Get on your feet. Put your hands up. You got 10 seconds to do that. Then we're going to pray. Praise God. Hallelujah. I don't want to stress anybody out, but we ought to thank God. Father in heaven. Praise God. King of kings, Lord of lords. Amen. Above anything, I don't care what deity, I don't care what name is mentioned. Above all those names, Jesus Christ and him crucified today, Lord. I Not only do I know, praise God, not only do I walk in this understanding and this knowledge that we do have, but praise, I am thankful. Praise God. Thank you, thank you, Jesus. All the days of my life, Lord, I give you the praise and I give you all the glory for what you have done. Praise God. What took place a little bit before Calvary? What took place on the cross? What took place when Jesus Christ was removed from the cross? What took place while he laid in the grave, but when he came out? Hallelujah. I thank God today. Praise God. And then here I showed up, born short of the glory of God, born in sin, but there was a way out of sin for me. There was a way out of the sinking miry clay, sinking sand pits that I was in. There was a way out of darkness for me. And I thank God today that way was your son, Jesus Christ. You so loved the world that you gave your only begotten son, Jesus. And I thank God today, praise God, that we can walk in that, not in condemnation, as we walk in the Spirit, minding the things of the Spirit, I thank God today, praise God, that we can be found victorious, more than conquerors. Lord, we have the, the, the blessing, the power, we have the power to become the sons of God, and you've given us power to remain to be sons of God until Jesus comes, Lord. I thank God for that blessing. 
Hallelujah. This is not just one day a week. This is not one day a month. This is not once a year. Praise God. I thank God. This is life. This is more abundantly. And this is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior today. Lord, I give you all the praise and all the glory for this. Thank God for our service a few minutes ago. The folks that were coming in, new people, people we haven't seen for a while. I thank God for the blessing. Praise God of those that were able to listen with open ears and see with open eyes. Praise God what we what the Spirit had to say unto the church. And now we change that language from French into English and we speak, praise God, Spirit, whatever you have to say today, whether it be the same words or you add some or take some away what the message we received in French, what every brother and sister needs to hear, every single person listening, my friends today, whatever social media network, whatever this is playing on, whatever needs to be heard, Holy Ghost, have your way now in Jesus' name, praise God. Use this vessel. Praise God and speak forth the words that will glorify, uplift, comfort, edify the church of God today, Lord. I thank you for your spirit. For where the, you, Lord, you are that spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And the freedom that we have today, praise God. Hallelujah. The freedom that we have today is to give you praise, to give you glory, to give you honor. And I thank God I'm not alone to do it. We use the organs, we use the stringed instruments. We used our voices. We've clapped unto you. Praise God. Every single person within the sound of my voice today. We have our hands up. We're looking up unto the hills from whence cometh our help, Lord. I thank God for that blessing. Now, the blessings we need in our flesh. Amen. A couple of us, we have concussions and broken bone because we fell and there was a mishap in the flesh. Well, I pray for my two sisters that they be blessed. Praise God. Now, Sister Yolanda, that granddaughter that is waiting, expecting to hear good news from the university, Lord, in Jesus' name, let that person, let that granddaughter know in the same family, know that she has a praying grandmother and things can be done because grandmother Yolanda believes in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank God today this takes place unto your glory, unto your honor in Jesus' name because we ask, we ask not amiss, and as we ask, the Bible says, we receive, Lord. Hallelujah. One more thing to ask for, give us this day our daily bread. And Lord, as I ask for it to all the saints, amen, from the east all the way to the west, to the north and to the south, whatever direction, whoever is listening today, Lord, I pray, praise God, that as you give us daily bread, praise God, we will receive, praise God. We come to you hungry. I thank God today, praise God, that we are in a storehouse. It's not empty. There is, praise God, a blessing for us to eat of the flesh of Jesus Christ. We come thirsty. We come into the storehouse. We are where, amen, we are in the place where the flesh and blood is being served. And I thank God. We may be thirsty, but that thirst is quenched as we open up your word now in Jesus' name. Praise God. Whoever it is, Lord, listening for the first time, for the 1,000th time, it makes no difference as we come to you and we ask you for these things. We pray it in Jesus' name. Praise God. Lord, anoint the message as it comes forth. I pray that the word of God will find its way into good ground. I thank God for good ground today. Praise God. That exists until Jesus comes. There is good ground. May it not fall by the wayside. May it not be choked with the cares and pleasures of this world. May it not fall on stony ground, Lord, in Jesus' name. But the good ground today, we claim it, praise God, that your word will not be spoken in vain. I thank God today for your spirit to bring this forth in the name of Jesus. All the glory, all the praise, all the honor goes to you today. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.
Hallelujah. Amen. Keep your hands up. Praise God. Let's thank God for the blessing, praise God, that we have today to serve a living God. Hallelujah. Praise His holy name. pray for our brothers and sisters in Newfoundland. I mean, I haven't heard much all week, but I'm finding out now that still not enough rain. I never thought I'd pray for rain in Newfoundland, because in Newfoundland, it always rains. Lord, send the rain down in Newfoundland. They need rain right now. They need it wet. They need it damp. They need these fires to be quenched. In Jesus' name, may it rain in Newfoundland. Whatever winds need to blow in from whatever direction, whatever currents that need to rise and move in the oceans, do it. Praise God. Protect your children in central Newfoundland, Lord. In Jesus' name, be made. Praise God. Your name be glorified because we ask for it and we see it come to pass today in Jesus' name. Protection, all those that are on the move. We left this place a few minutes ago. We're on our way home. Protect them on the roads. People flying, people working, give them strength. And Lord, I thank God today. Praise God. Amen. Pray for Linda's mom in Jesus' name. Praise God. Pray for Jean right now. I thank God, amen, that her mind will be at ease, that have her mind stayed upon God. May the, the people helping her and around her remind her, say, you know what? Think about God. Because God says, have your mind stayed upon me and my peace I will give unto you. So Gene, right now, there's peace upon you in Jesus' name, I pray. Hallelujah. Blessed be his holy name. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. We need to be in a position to receive from God. So that's why I'm praying that the God of all comfort, amen, we be comforted right now by the Spirit of God. We're going to sit down. We're going to find a good place that's comfortable. And we're able to uh, open up the Word of God and to receive Praise God. And to comfort one another, post some verses, recite some verses, hear some verses. Praise God as we get ready to receive what God has for the church today. Praise God. Before we do that, if you're still standing, I'm going to read a scripture verse, which I read to my French brothers and sisters. I'm going to read from the, um, I'm going to read from the same, uh, same chapter. It's the verse um, prior. It's verse 8 in English. So Psalm chapter 89, verse 8, it says, O Lord God of hosts, who is a strong Lord like unto thee? Well, the answer to that question is there isn't anyone. O Lord God of hosts, who is a strong Lord like unto thee? Or to thy faithfulness round about thee. And I mentioned to my French brothers and sisters, I want to get close to God. I want to make my way where his faithfulness, amen, if his faithfulness is around him, I want to be surrounded. Amen. We looked at scripture the second to last verse in Psalm 23 where it says, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Praise God. That's what I want to have by my side, inside of me. Get close to God. I already said, have your mind stayed upon him. This is scripture. God says, keep your mind stayed upon me and my peace I will give you. Now we're reading here, praise God, that God's faithfulness, God's goodness, God's, um, the, the, uh, his favor Praise God. It's found where God is. I thank God to be in his presence. Jesus said, where there are two or three gathered together in my name, there shall I be in their midst. And I thank God to be in that, remember, right? Smack dab in the middle of where God wants me to be. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Amen. I'm not sitting on the wayside. You know, 
Amen. When your thumb is out, it's because you're not going anywhere. You lost your right. You're standing on the wayside waiting to be picked up. Well, I've been picked up. I've been picked out of a miry clay. I've been put on a way. My, my, my Bible teaches me that God, amen, the, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. So I have my orders. Amen. I know that's not a message for 2022, but I've got my orders. They've come from God. Hallelujah. And I thank God today for that blessing. Praise God. I know people don't like to be told what to do. They don't like to be ruled. They don't like to be reigned. But the Bible says, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Praise God. Hallelujah. If I was to quote that in French, it wouldn't say thy kingdom. It would say thy reign. Amen. Because when the kingdom come, when the king comes with his kingdom, the king is king. And I'm talking about king of kings. Lord of lords. Hallelujah. Except it's hard to find somebody that will do what the Father wants them to do. Jesus said, this is not my will, but thy will be done. So I thank God today, praise God, that we can have that, that same mind that the Son of God had. We're sons, we're daughters of God. We have the same mind, the same heart, the same vision that Jesus had. Not my will, but thy will be done. Praise God. So I don't know if I'm finished praying or not, but that's part of my prayer for you and I, for all of us, that we be blessed in such a way. Praise God. Hallelujah. As we change the order of this service, let's give God a good hand once again. I want everybody at home to clap your hands. I don't care if it makes the dog nervous. Clap unto the Lord, all ye land. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. This is a good day because this is the day which the Lord hath made. I shall rejoice and I shall be glad in it. And I thank God for that blessing. Praise God that we have today. Praise God to be serving God. And God is, he knows our need. Amen. And I pray that your need be supplied by the riches, by the glory of God. Amen. In Christ Jesus, praise God. Amen. That's what Paul wrote. He said that my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. So whatever your need is, I trust that you're spending the time with God, with the Spirit of God, with us today, believing upon God as we pray one for another. Praise God. This is important. Some of the things I've already mentioned, you may not know that, but we're going to read them. It's going to be confirmed by the scriptures which I have set aside the past few days. I mentioned two, three weeks ago when the teaching of justification or uh, condemnation, you know, are you living one or, or living from one or trying to come out from condemnation into justification is where you want to be. Try to be established by faith through faith. And when we're finished that, I'm going to teach on how to deal with the devil. And this is what we're going to look, in, look into. Look, um, as far as the scriptures are concerned, we're going to begin reading this in a few minutes. So be comfortably seated. Find a place where you're comfortable with the Bible in your hands. So... Amen. If you're holding a muffin, or dessert, or your steak knife, amen, set it aside. Time to feed the soul in Jesus' name. Praise God. So do that. Share this link. You can greet your brothers and sisters. Praise God. We haven't seen, most of us, we haven't seen each other for since the past week. And I'm talking about spiritually, online, virtually, if you would, online. So greet your brothers and sisters. Do that. Praise God. And let's have the blessing. Praise God to be together in the house of God. Hallelujah.
up this morning. Praise God. I thank God for that. Praise God. Hallelujah. Last week we read a scripture verse and been thinking of that, um, been on my mind. If you heard the teaching last week or during this, during the week again for a second or a third time, um, at least I listened to it twice or third time this morning. I think it was on for a third time. So, um, and I thank God for that. Praise God as far as the teaching is concerned. But the, the scripture verse, speaking of the righteousness of God, which um, will be manifested but without the law. And this, 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 I think when I read that scripture and where this is Romans chapter 3. By the way, how many read Galatians chapter 3, which was, I, meant, I mentioned to read it again this week in your prayer time or your study time. I trust you took the time to read through that chapter. Um, changing directions. That my title has changed this week is how to, you know, I want you to be prepared to face the devil. I want you to be prepared to, to deal with the devil, his ways, his minions, his spirits, whatever he uses against you. And we're going to look at how he does that so that we will be prepared, that we will be ready, amen, for battle. We're not going down, praise God, we're going up. I thank God for that blessing. Praise God. And my French brothers and sisters, this afternoon, as I spoke, praise God, I was giving them, you've heard me say that God has equipped us, the mains a little bit, that you just shave it down, thank you, how God has provided for us and how God has um, given us what we need so that we can endure into the end. Amen. God's working for us. Since I'm talking about battle, God's in our corner. God's in my corner. Amen. I don't want to get too carnal with it, but when you come out of your corner and you go into the ring and you're about to engage with the opposition, well, God is, amen, God's on my side. If God before you, who can be against you? Amen. I thank God today. This is the vision that we need to have, and we need to arm ourselves with this vision. As we look at what we use as far as the sword of the Spirit, as far as the shield of faith is concerned, I thank God today, praise God, that we are well equipped. Amen. Someone say, I've got what I need. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Some people say, I can't get what I want. Well, no, I've got what I need. Praise God. And let the flesh know that what the Spirit, praise God. As we understand what is in, what is at stake, amen. I thank God today that through the Spirit, as I was saying, it doesn't matter what the flesh thinks it wants or what the flesh wants to uh, convince us of, we're going to look at scripture where the devil says, your flesh is hungry, make it some bread, talking to Jesus. Now, before we get into the teaching, I want you to understand this. If, 
If the devil had the nerve, and I'll, I'll just say it that way, if, if he had the, the, the guts, I guess we can say, if the devil had the nerve, if he had the, the, the uh, whatever, the fortitude to go face Jesus Christ, the Son of God, then you and I, we're not, we're not in the clear. We need to understand, we need to expect that the devil is going to try and come and try to play the same, uh, you know, with the same attack. I mean, the unparalleled forces of evil are coming against the, 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 the um, they're coming against God and coming against Jesus Christ. Amen. Don't take it personal when they push you out of the way. This is what Jesus said. Amen. He says, don't take it personal. He says, they're going to hate you, but they're going to hate you because they hate me first. Amen. So it's not like they're trying to push you out of the way or shut you down or turn your tweets off or turn your messages off or shut your account down. Amen. They don't like the name of God and they don't like the name of Jesus being lifted up above any other, every other name. Amen. Hallelujah. They expect me to tolerate, and I won't say the names because then they'll, they'll people say, oh, look, he doesn't tolerate LGBTQIA and whatever else. They expect me to tolerate all these other names when they, when they themselves don't tolerate God and Jesus is Lord. It's not a two, it's not a one-way street. Amen. You can do whatever you want to do all day long. Just don't stop me from doing what God wants me to do. And good luck trying, because the will of thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. This is how Jesus taught us to pray. I don't know about you, but if Jesus taught me to pray that way, I'm going to pray that way. Put your hand up if you're praying that way. At home, say, yeah, I pray that way. Amen. Let the will of God be done. Hallelujah. Amen. It's like, in, it's like inscription. It's like you're being, in, it's like you're being, uh, you, you, it's, it's like you're, you're, you're giving an oath is what it is. I mean, you're swearing allegiance to a higher power, to something that is not carnal, to not what is fleshly, to what, not what is earthly, but what is spiritual today. And I thank God today, praise God. It, it's not very many people that will do that. Not that it takes many people. Now, God's will, it is God's will that everybody be signed up, if you would, that we all have our names written in the Lamb Book of Life. Amen. A new name written down in glory. This is the will of God that no man shall perish. His promise, it's not that he's slacking his promise, he's just waiting. Someone say waiting. What's he waiting for? He's waiting for you. I know some of you listening to me, you have yet to confess Jesus Christ. Amen. You're sitting right beside your wife. She has, you haven't. Children, you're looking, look at your parents. They have, but you haven't. Time to do it. Today is the day of salvation. Amen. Maybe, you're, maybe some wives are sitting right beside their husband. The husband has, the wife hasn't. Praise God that you have another opportunity that it's not too late. Because Jesus is coming. We were singing. That's good news for you and I. Amen. Said last week, when you preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, you make the sons of God, you make the children of God glad. Amen. You make the devil mad because the devil doesn't like the word of God. He likes to divide it, twist it up, take it out of context. This is what we're going to look at. But thank God it's too late because I've been in my word, I've been in my Bible. Thank God for this. 55 years. I know last year, last week, last Sunday, I said 45. And the sermon's playing, and my wife looks at me, Lori looks at me this week, she goes, how old do you think you are? You've been reading since you're five. That's five plus 55 is 60. She says, you're not 50. 
Oh, yeah. Problems with mathematics again. So when I said 45, it's actually 55 because I am 60. My mom said I'm five years old when I began reading, and I was an early reader, and I was a good reader. And I've been reading for 55 years, and I thank God for that blessing, praise God, that we have, praise God, to still be able to read. Amen. Some of us, we need a larger print. We need more light. We need to put on some bifocals sometimes. But we're, as we increase in age, thank God we can still read. Thank God we can still hear. Amen. Hello? Testing. One, two, three. Do you hear me? We can, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So I thank God that you and I, we can still hear. Amen. Through our electronic devices. You're, some of you are watching, you're watching me on a small screen or you're watching me on a not medium, you know, medium screen or big television or whatever. Amen. By the way, my name's Lincoln and I welcome everyone watching. Praise God. Thank God that you're, that you have joined with us. It's a blessing for us. Praise God. If you're listening on our YouTube channel or on a Facebook page, welcome, welcome, welcome. This is a live stream from the House of God here in Montreal. And if you're listening to on our, on our own uh, internet, if you would, address godly, G-O-D-L-Y dot TV. I know you can't comment, but by faith you're listening. And I thank God, praise God for your presence. Trusting you have a Bible in your hands because we're going to get ready to read. I'm going to begin reading from the first book of Peter as we look at how to face, uh, how to deal with the devil. Praise God. That's what I wrote on my margin, dealing with the devil or how to deal with the devil or deal with the devil, whichever way. Praise God. And next week I mentioned to the... Um, my brothers and sisters here, because in my day, I would do this on the Labor Day weekend because that's when school started, but now school starts a week early. So next week, I'm praying for all the young people. So I, I know the saints in Rimby, they're always there. So next week, I'm going to pray. I want to bless these young people as they go into school. Good teachers, amen, I'll bless them, praise God, with, they have good health and they'll prosper in the year that is to come. So make sure, if grandparents or nanny poppy, bring, make sure next week you have the, uh, your grandchildren, if you would, or your children. Doesn't matter. If you're 20 years old or 25 and you're still going to university or college, amen, I'll pray for you. Be you need to be blessed in this system that you're going into in this modern day. So that's next week we're going to do that. The week after is communion. Um, is, if that's the long weekend, I think it's in two weeks or the third Sunday from now. The 4th of September, we're going to have communion. Um, we're going to figure out what to, apparently Welsh's is gone. They're out of business or they don't make grape juice or there is no grapes to make grape juice. We don't know. We're looking, but somehow we're going to have fruit of the vine. So if you can get early, amen, figure it out, what you need to do, because I know some people are having difficulty. Uh, those that have communion um, more often, they are having difficulty to find a pure grape juice. So look for that. Be ready in a couple of weeks. And whatever bread you eat, it's fine with me as long as it breaks. So we can break bread together on the 4th of September. Praise God. But I welcome every single one of you today. Praise God. And we're going to spend time in the Word of God. Praise God for the next hour at least. Praise God. I thank God for the blessing. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So we have the blessing, praise God, to have ears that are open to hear. This is the way I pray. Praise God. And if you're ready to hear, if you're ready to read... Let's, we're going to start in the first book of Peter, the first epistle of Peter, the last chapter, which is chapter 5. Get your Bible spent. Take 10 seconds and share this link once again. Share it over and over again. Get some people listening. Hallelujah. I'm not asking for anything. I'm just asking that they read, that they get their Bibles, that they listen, and that they be blessed. So get your Bible, get your Bible. 
Amen. Directly from the Word of God, we're going to read what God is saying. And as, as I mentioned last week in Romans chapter 3, when we read where there is a manifestation of the righteousness of, the, of, of God, and I thank God as we walk in the Spirit or through the Spirit, this is what we li- have been listening to or what I've been teaching on for four weeks prior and, and, and then some, how to bring us into a position where, where the righteousness of God will be manifested and not based on by what somebody is trying to say or by what somebody thinks we should look like or sound like or act or be like or, or go or not go or whatever else. The righteousness of God. God is right. God is God. God is a right God. God is a righteous God. And even though we witness these things from the law and from the prophets, we read this last week in Romans chapter 3 before we, uh, amongst other scriptures that we read. And even the righteousness of God, it's verse 22 that says, by faith. Can someone say, which is by faith? Praise God. This is what makes a, a, a difference because when you walk by faith, you're not walking by sight or things you can touch or see or feel or handle. Think about it for a moment or two. So some of you are in your homes too. You may be seated. You may be around the table. You might have a, a substance, like an ordinance, some, some food, or, or you just finished supper. There's some crumbs on the table. And you look at these substances that have an effect as far as the flesh is concerned. But God being a spirit, and as, we, as, we, as I said the, the title may have changed. We're going to look at something you say. It's a completely different subject, but the, the ties or the links are, so, are going to be so familiar as we read different passages of scriptures. And I'm going to begin reading in 1 Peter chapter 5. I'm going to read two verses, verses 8 and 9, where Peter wrote, he says, be so, he's telling us what to do. I know this rubs some people the wrong way, but Peter says, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, your adversary, The devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. So who's the enemy? I thought it was brother so-and-so. No, it's not brother so-and-so. And it's not sister either. Amen. At the end of this teaching, probably the last verse I'm going to read in about an hour from now, we're going to find, oh, we're supposed to be praying for brother so-and-so and and sister so-and-so. Amen. The devil needs to be poked with our sword of the spirit. And this is what we're going to look at, how to deal with the devil, because we're going to see him come. Like I said, he went after Jesus. He's going to go after you. Are you listening to me? Amen. I need to clearly understand and I need to clearly accept the fact that as he went after Jesus, we are not exempted of his attacks. Now listen carefully. Peter said, and I read again, be sober, be vigilant. Are you, are you looking? Are you careful at what you're looking at? And he says, I'm telling you this because your enemy, your, advers- your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, he's walking about and he's looking, he's seeking for somebody to devour. Well, right off the bat, I want you to say, I'm not devourable, if that's a word. You cannot devour, amen. You're not going to sink your teeth into me, put it that way. Hallelujah. This is how we're going to deal with the devil the moment he comes knocking at our door. Whom resists, this is 1 Peter 5, 9. Now, you need to resist this enemy. This is what Peter is writing. 
Whom resist? Who, who are we resisting? The devil. Satan. Lucifer. That's whom we resist. Don't resist the preacher. When I look at you in the eyes and I say, get saved, don't resist the preacher. Don't resist the call of God. Resist the death. What's at stake? We already made that clear. You have a soul, and it's your soul that's at stake, not your refrigerator. It's not your bank account. It's your soul. Amen. Because your refrigerator won't last very much longer after the warranty expires. And your bank account, well, I don't know how much longer that's going to last. According to the, our Canadian economist, good luck with whatever you got in your savings. Amen. So no need to worry about what is temporary. Something that transcends all of these substances or ordinances that we have on this earth is in me. Someone say, it's in me. It's my, it's my, it's my, that spirit that is in me, that soul that, and it's for all of eternity. So now we are to resist the devil, and it says, whom resist steadfast. I want you to, if you underline that word, or just pay close attention to that word. Amen. Steadfast. Um, unmovable, if you would. Immutable is another word that is biblical, comes to mind. We're going to make our way into Ephesians chapter 6 in a few minutes from now. And we're going to read stand, having done all to stand, stand, that you may be able to withstand. Steadfast. Amen. Be you steadfast and strong in the Lord. This is throughout scriptures. We're not folks sitting down. We're not folks knocked down. Amen. We're not folks. You know, I thank God that we can get up. You're saying, well, the countdown's already started. It's already one, two, three. I'm almost 10, 9, 8, 7, almost. I'm about to be called out. No, you're not. Get up. Hallelujah. Our enemy wants us down, wants us out, wants us sitting by the wayside. Amen. Holding a beggar's cup. Oh, Lord, where are you, Lord? You're not holding, you're not holding a cup for coin. You know, he wants us, I was mentioning this to the French people. I said, the devil, will, he'll do everything to terrorize us. He'll do everything to demoralize us. He'll do everything to neutralize us. He'll do everything to paralyze us so we can't move. We're not making, no, there's no progress. Then the devil's happy. But like I said, I'm going to preach this gospel, make the saints glad, make the devil mad. Are you with me? And if you're a sinner, well, just, you should be sad that you're a sinner. Sinner, if I were you, I'd make a change. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I change my man. I change my way. Give my life over to the Lord because there is a better way for you. So sinner, don't be, get yourself glad. Hallelujah. So when we realize the type of life that the devil wants us to have, 
feeling sorry for ourselves. I'm going to get to Matthew chapter 4, but before we get there, I'm going to read one. The next verse I want to read is 2 Corinthians chapter 2 and the 11th verse. So we read two verses from Peter. Actually, I didn't finish verse 9, but... Whom resist steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world... And when Paul says in verse 9, he says, whom resist steadfast, 2 Corinthians 2.11, lest Satan resist the devil. Scripture says, resist and you'll see him flee. But resist the devil, lest Satan should get an advantage of us. Is that possible? Well, it's, when you read the scripture, it seems to be possible. He may get the, I thank God today so that the devil will not have the advantage or get advantage or have any type of advantage over me. I'm in the house of God, feeding my soul, encouraging and being encouraged, exhorting and being exhorted, edifying and being edified by my, by my brothers and sisters that, have, that are around me, by the, my brothers and sisters online in a few hours tonight before I sleep. I'm going to read your comments and that's going to, that's going to keep me awake. But it's going to, amen, help me and praise God. Give me, uh, give me the, the, the comforting, the exhorting, the encouraging that I need. Hallelujah. So that the devil will not be able to take advantage. You're all alone. No, no, I'm not. I got folks praying for me. I'm so blessed I have folks praying for me in French and praying for me in English, and I hope they're praying for me in other languages too that we don't understand. Amen. That's how blessed we are. Praise God. My sister Stel, if you're listening to me, whatever language you speak in your country, I know you'd be praying for me in that language too. Blessed. Amen. You can't be more blessed than being found within the will of God. Hallelujah. Praise God. But the devil is there. He's playing these, I don't want to call them games because it's not a game. I mean, he's playing for, he's playing for keeps. This is not a video game where your thumbs are, you know, are, are carpal tunneled until they can't move anymore. And I don't know what that is because I've never owned them, played them, or whatever. Sitting there the way they play now with all the lever, levers and the buttons that they push. And then their character dies, and they press another button. Oh, their character, you get another character. Ding, 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 and another character comes back to life. Well, that may work in your video game, but that's not how it works with you and me in this life that we live. You only die once. That's what the Bible says. It is appointed, I'm talking fleshly. In the flesh, it is appointed unto you and I, unto men who want to die once, and after that's the judgment. So there's no new character, or however it works, that's going to, cats may have nine lives, but not you and me, not you and I. Hey, man, this is serious. And the devil is playing for keeps. Like I said, he's playing, this is an eternal, he's playing for, he's playing for all eternity. Are you listening? Hey, man. So this is important. You don't get a do-over. Hey, man, you don't get a, whatever terms that, that can be used. 
See, there's so many things in this world that the flesh has become or can be, if we're not careful, the flesh can, can be, become involved with these things and it will make us complacent towards God, towards the truth, towards what we're reading today. You understand what that means? It make, it'll make us lazy, half a comatose, half asleep. Hypnotized, if you would. I should throw that in with the terrorized, demoralized, paralyzed, neutralized. He likes to hypnotize us. We're just sitting there. Uh, from one commercial break to the next. Uh, nonstop. Amen. When I was growing up, if you'd fallen asleep in front of the TV, you'd get woken up at midnight when I went to the graveyard. And now you'd wait. But now it's nonstop. Those little colored bar lines, haven't seen that for years and years and years. Because it doesn't exist anyway. It's just nonstop. Devil's got his system going. So if it's not a one hour, if it's not a one minute, and even Jesus said, you fall asleep at midnight, if you're not a strong man armed, you're going to be robbed. Your house is going to be taken advantage of by someone coming in because you let your guard down. I thank God today when we read these scriptures, it puts me on guard. It puts something in me. It gives me a zeal. It gives me, it puts me under, uh, under uh, what's the word? It puts me under the pressure, praise God, knowing that my soul is at stake and I've got to do. I thank God for the salvation which I have received, but I don't want to lose what God has given me through his son, Jesus Christ. Lest Satan should get an advantage of me, of us. 2 Corinthians 2, verse 11. So in order that he has not take, that he does not have the advantage, the second half of this verse says, we are not ignorant of his devices, of his ways, if you would, of his wiles, of his strategy. Matthew chapter 3. See, this is what the devil likes to do, and I've said this before, and I guess I'll say it till Jesus comes. So find the last verse in Matthew chapter 3. Good to see you, my brother Randy, my sister Rosa joining with us, and others. Share this link so that people will follow along with what we're reading. I'm going to read the last verse in Matthew chapter 3. Because anything that God has said... And I've got a book full of things God has said. Can someone say amen? So everything that's in this book, it will be questioned by the devil. Or his kind. Did you just call the prime minister a devil? No, I didn't say that. If you want to connect the dots, well, you can connect the dots if you would. Or anybody else that finds what we're reading questionable. This is not a dead document. This got me saved. Amen. This put me on a path which leadeth unto life, not unto death. This put me in the right in the center of the will of God. 
Amen. The plan which God had for you and for me in, in, upon this earth, amen, from way before we were born, before the foundations of this earth was laid, God set in motion a plan. And here we are today. You're either in God's plan or you're not. Christ has given us, we read last week, amen, where, or past two, three weeks, we read scripture where if you're going to go by things which have been disannulled or things which are no longer, as far, it, it used the term that Christ is of none effect. Can you imagine? Everything that Jesus did for you and I, the Bible says it was not done in vain because there are people who believe. But at the same time, there's people who are not believing. We need to decide. I can help. I can push. I can give you some scriptures. I can pray for you. If you're in front of me, I can pat you on the back. I can shake your hand. But I can't decide for you. Hey, my brother Robert, good to see you. Praise God. If you're Robert from way up north, amen, greetings the saints of God way up north on the shores of, either on the shores of Lake Superior or on the shores of Hudson Bay, depending where you're at. Good to see you, Robert. Praying for you. See, in Matthew 3, the last verse, Jesus comes out of the waters at baptism. He's dripping, he's soaking wet, he's dripping wet. A lower voice from heaven says, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. This is God confirming who Jesus is. So who does God say Jesus is? Read it. My son. Thank God for his answer. For God's answer. You see, if I ask the Pope this question, I'm going to get a Catholic answer. If I ask a Mormon that question, I'm going to get a Mormon answer. Now, if I ask a Muslim that question, well, I'm going to get a Muslim answer. And all three, and then more, whatever, just you can add to that list. It's just not going to line up. We need to have God's word before our eyes, planted like a tree. That's what I mean by before your eyes. Give us this day our daily bread, not once a week, not once a month, not once a year. Someone say daily. Find out who God is by his own word, by his own description. Pharaoh looked at Moses and says, who? Moses, I am. This is who God is. Amen. This is who we need to realize. Not the way you think God, not the way people describe. Like I said, if you get a different answer, who do people say I am? Well, some people say you're a prophet. You know, those same spirits are running around today as they were in the days when Jesus walked the face of this earth. I have no issues with this. 
I may get mad or irritated sometimes when I'm listening to Oprah, but uh, Oprah or whoever John or Peter was talking to, same thing. Well, some people say, yeah, you're a good man. Kind of born in the wrong place, but you're a good man. Good prophet. Some say you're a prophet. You might even be Isaiah. Were any of those answers right? No, they weren't. The revelation which Peter received from above, not from flesh and blood. See, this is, these answers were flesh and blood answers. Nothing spiritual about it. Jesus looked at Peter when Peter gave his response. He said, thou art the Christ, the, the son of the living God. Oh, you remember what God said about me when I came out of the water. Jesus said, this revelation didn't come from the earth. Where did it come from? Low voice from heaven. We just read. Where's the revelation? Jesus said, flesh and blood doesn't reveal this unto you. This revelation began when Jesus was, his ministry was just on the start. As far as his compassion that he was about to lay down for you and I. At 12 years old, he was taking care of his father's business, but now he's entering into a different facet of his ministry. He's about to make his way to Jerusalem, and from Jerusalem, from the courts of abuse, if you would, up the hills of Golgotha, bleeding for you and I. This is the ministry that Jesus Christ is about. So coming out of the water, a voice from heaven Peter, a few days later, whenever a few weeks later, says, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. So you won't get that answer. Thank God I have the answer. It doesn't matter what they say to the left or to the right, or what they say on TV, or what they say on The View. It's the wrong view. Because they're against God. They don't like to talk about God. They can talk about whatever else they want to talk about. But when it comes time to talk about God, when it comes time to talk about Jesus, they don't tolerate. Amen. Let's find out who's more tolerable. I'll tell you somebody who's tolerating you right now. His name is God. And he's waiting for you. Otherwise, he'll just pull the plug, send his son, and it's all done and over with. But he's not slack concerning his promise, but it's not his will that you should perish. So you want to talk about somebody who has got tolerance? You want to talk about tolerate? Talk about tolerance and toleration in the name of God, in the name of the Lord. And it's going to be God who gets snubbed I don't know how many times a day because sinners will not make a stand for God, will not make a stand for his word, will not, they're ashamed of the gospel of Christ, they're ashamed of the name of Christ, and yet we're the ones that can't tolerate the most tolerable is God. I don't know what type of school year that... Anyways, if you want good marks, sometimes you have to say the answer to get a good mark. Sometimes you just have to tell the truth and take the, take the, take the, take the loss of points. I've had to do that. I still passed, still graduated, but I got a few answers wrong along the way because I'm not from a monkey. Someone say, I'm from God. Amen. Fearfully and wonderfully made. I didn't start, my ancestors didn't start walking like this after crawling out of the waters. 
as an amoeba. That's what they taught me in this. I don't know what they're teaching 45 years later. Who knows what? God is God. Let's not be a, you say, why are you saying all this? Because I, I don't want any of us, especially young people listening, I don't want you to be ignorant of the devil's devices. It's like a smoke screen. Flashing lights. Amen. But like I said, we're not neutralized. We're not like the deer with the, looking at the lights, the, the headlights, panicking in front of a vehicle that's about to run it. No, that's not you and I. The devil wants us to be like this. We're not shell-shocked. We're not, in, we're, not, we're not suffering from PSD. We're not suffering from, you know, we're not about to have a stroke. There's no syndromes in our, I thank God today. Once we have become delivered, once we begin to walk the way God wants us to walk, the devil's going to come and try to make anything that God says, try to find a fault, or try to make anything that God says as if it appears to be wrong. So God says, Matthew chapter 3, the last verse, verse 17, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Then was Jesus, Matthew 4 in the first verse. Jesus is confirmed, God, amen, says, yeah, this is my son in whom I am well pleased. Then, someone say then. Don't, don't try this without God. Are you listening? Don't try this without God. Then was Jesus led up of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And after he had been in the wilderness and fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. Now listen, I want you to, before, before I move, I want you to picture this. He goes into the desert to, to be tempted of the devil. What's in the desert? He wasn't walking down Main Street where the strip clubs are and where the bars are and where the marijuana joints are. What do you call those places where you get your marijuana from? Whatever. The dispensers? Something like that. Dispensaries. Where the dispensaries are, whether be legal or not, be lawful or not, doesn't mean it's expedient. Listen. And my Christian friends come to me. Now that it's legal, can we, can we take something? No. Don't corrupt the temple. Nothing expedient, nothing godly in that. But he's in the desert, so what is the devil going to use? This is why it's, this is good to read. Because the devil will always find something. If you're sitting in your room or your kitchen or in your house, they'll look around and say, what will the devil use? What is that stronghold that I need to cast down? What is that imagination that will exalt itself against the wisdom, against the knowledge, against, the, 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 against God? so that the devil doesn't have a foothold that becomes a stronghold that eventually becomes the destruction of my very soul. Devil says, you're hungry. Let's keep reading. So keep this in mind. Jesus is not driving down with a, with a hot rod donkey breaking the speed limit because he didn't have cars in those days. Don't get me. Take it out of context if you would, but you understand what I'm saying. This is going to get, more or less, this is going to become a spiritual battle. For our weapons are not carnal, but they are mighty to the pulling down of strongholds. Been talking for four weeks that we walk not after the flesh, but we walk after the spirit. So you go when there's not much. 
There's not even the corner store or the dep that we say here in French. I'm going to the dep or the dépanneur. There's not even to go get yourself a power bar. The the, the tempter, if you would, the the adversary. Someone say the the adversary. So then was Jesus led up in the wilderness. And verse 3 says, and when the tempter came to him, he says, if. You can underline that word if you want because we're going to read it two more times. If thou be the Son of God. No. There's no ifs about this because God just established it. Back up four verses where it says, this is my son, but the devil will come and he'll try to pull things apart. He'll try to pull some threads. Trying to make you doubt. Young people, listen. I want you to have your confidence and your assurance in what we're reading and what we're looking at today so that there is nobody going to come and mess with your mind. Amen. This is a battleground. I've taught on this before where the battleground is. It's in your mind. So you can find that teaching on our archives. Because if Jesus was walking by the bakery, he'd smell that homemade fresh bread. Some of you Newfoundlanders, you know. Lori asked me yesterday because, oh, she does feed me. It may not look like it, but she does feed me. But with time, she says, I don't cook like I used to. She goes, what do you miss the most of my cooking? There's a long list because some of you who've sat under Lori's cooking, Lori can cook. So I sat there saying, it took me a while. She's like, you know what I miss the most? The meal that I miss the most. And she, and she got this from down home, is fresh bread with fresh baked beans. That's what I missed. Fresh bread. She was, what do you miss? I said, the bread. The fresh bread. So if Jesus would be walking, you know, by your, some of your ovens and smelling that fresh bread, then it would be like there would be a carnal substance. But that's not, it's not there. Jebel says, see that rock? I know you can take that rock and make it into bread. Read with me. When the tempter came to him, he says, If thou be the Son of God, command these stones to be made bread. And Jesus answered and said, It is written. Thank God for what is written. I know Jesus is the Word, but Jesus is going to use the Word. He's going to stand on the Word. He's going to quote the Word. He's going to defeat the devil with what is written. Amen. So that's why when they describe this book as being politically incorrect or whatever terms they want to put, old-fashioned, some people call it, that, um, that's old-fashioned. Good for nanny, good for poppy, good for grandpapa, but not good for me. Well, you're taking, a, you're taking an, an awful big chance on what's at stake, and I'll remind you that it's your soul that is at stake. And this ties in, this example that we're reading is another unlawful use of the law. Because the devil is going to start to quote some scripture. Listen to when he starts to quote some scripture. Jesus says, it is written, someone say it is. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Jesus quotes scripture. So the devil goes, ah, okay. He's going to use the word against the word. I want you to see this. You read the last page in your Bible, Jesus Christ is the Word. There's nothing else he can use. Like I said, he can't entice him with any flesh, male or female, or, or, whatever, uh, sub, or whatever substance that the flesh wants. Even being hungry, he says, make some bread. Nah, I don't think so. 
The will of God be done, not your will, not your way. So he's going to use whatever he can use if he's going to have to use yourself against you. Some of you know what I'm talking about. Because you get up in the morning and you stand in front of the mirror and you look at yourself and you start putting yourself down. Nobody else talking about you. Just you yourself saying, oh, look at me. Not built right. Whatever. I won't go into those details. I don't want to embarrass anybody. But there's no, you need that. There's nothing. There's nobody around. The devil was successful with one commandment. Don't eat of that tree. Look how good that tree looks. Oh, there's a whole bunch of other trees that look better because I can touch it, I can smell it, I can pick it, and I can eat it. But no, let's pick on the tree that God says don't. So he comes face to face with Jesus Christ. He comes face to face with the word. Jesus Christ, say his name. Jesus is the word. Now he's going to use, listen, Jesus says, live by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Oh, yeah, okay, I can quote some scripture too. Then the devil take them up into the holy city. That's verse 5. Matthew 4, verse 5. And he sits them on a pinnacle of the temple, and the devil says unto Jesus, if thou be the Son of God. Well, again, cast thyself down, for it is written. Oh, here we go. But Jesus said, you and I, we need to live by every word. Unfortunately for the devil, he seems to skip about six or seven words. So the devil says, cast thyself down for it is written. Listen. He shall give his angels charge concerning thee. And in their hands they shall bear thee up, lest at any time thou dash thy foot against the stone. Jesus just finished saying, live by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. So you want to look this up in Psalm 91 verses 11 and 12. You can go right ahead because the devil quotes half of verse 11, jumps to verse 12. He forgets to say to keep give you a chance if you're looking it up. How God is going to give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. That's not good from the devil's side. So we just kind of skip over that part. After Jesus just finished saying, you got to live by every word, he takes verses 11 and 12 in Psalm 91, and he skips out some words. Who's, obe who's disobedient? Who's obedient? Thank God for Jesus. Jesus says every word. That means, say it with me, every word. Amen. The devil says, yeah, that's, I know that's, like I said, take some time if you want to write or make a note of it. Psalm 91, verse 11, 12, that's what it says. For he shall give angels charge over thee. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot. Lest you get, oh, wait a sec. As long as you're doing the will of God. To keep thee in all thy ways. This is where we, we can read in Psalm 23. It says, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. 
I'm kept. I'm being followed by the goodness of God, by the grace of God, by the mercy of God. And I know that with, I can say with confidence because David wrote, surely. Is that the angel's name? No, it's not the angel's name. Surely means I know for a fact. I know beyond a shadow of a doubt. Amen. I'm certain. I've got my mind made up. I'm so old and stubborn that nothing's going to change my mind. Sure, I refuse nothing but surely, amen, but goodness and mercy that will follow me. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil. Amen. If it looks deadly, keep walking. I'll walk through it. It's deadly. I'm getting out of here. Amen. Flee the youthful lusts. Whatever we will, whatever can be turned against my soul, whatever can be turned against your soul, that eternal substance that is in you. It is written. Some of you listening, you've been in my meetings where I've stood you up. Everybody, I didn't point anybody out, but stood you up. It is written right now. I want to arm you today. In French, I said, I'm going to give you some bullets. Try not to get too fleshy or too carnal, but I'm going to give you some spiritual bullets that you're going to be able to fire off in an instant. They're not 38 caliber. They're not 45. They're like, they're like a million. Ca it's, this, is this is not, a, it's not atomic. This is not no energy. This is not electronic. This is, this is scripture. This is powerful. This is what, how Jesus Christ was being attacked in a way. First we try, oh, let's, the, the flesh is, hasn't eaten for 40 days, maybe. Maybe he'll do some listening to the, to the devil and rather listening to God. So obviously he has to keep out, to keep thee in all thy ways. That's the second half in verse 11. Funny the devil didn't say that. Jesus says unto him, verse 7, it is written again, thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. And you can under, underline these commands. I couldn't teach this in French because it doesn't really write it that way, but verse 4, man shall not live, by, man shall not live by bread alone. Verse 7, thou shalt not. You can underline the three shells. This is, this is positive. This is written, I'm not going to say it's written in stone because that would be carnal. This is written by the Spirit of God. This is written by God's finger on the fleshy tables of your heart. Man shall not live by bread alone. Thou shalt not, by bread alone, thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. We're going to come to the third attack. Verse 9. Verse 8. Again, the devil takes him up into exceedingly high mountain and showeth him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them. Matthew 4, verse 9, and he says, All these things will I give thee if... Here comes another one. If thou wilt... And listen to... to, to, to you got to love the King James. He says, If thou wilt fall down... That may be close, but now, now, you're, now you're really beginning to pervert... 
And if you're going to fall down, if you're going to do what the devil says, literally, it, it is a good word to use because you have fallen. He didn't say bow down. He says, if you fall down, and it would be quite a fall when you fall down or you give in to the way of the devil. Read with me. All these things will I give thee. This is the devil talking. Who's the devil? My enemy. Say it. The devil is my enemy. I want you to ID him, identify, see him coming. If thou wilt fall down and worship me, Jesus says unto thee, Get thee hence, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. It is written. A third time. And this time when he sends the devil walking, sends Satan, he says, get thee hence, Satan. For it is written, thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. Can someone say amen? The devil leaves him, verse 11, and behold, angels came and ministered unto him. He will give his angels charge over thee, He could have called down angels. Amen. He could have called them down by the legion, the Bible says. Amen. Jesus says, I can, I can the snap of my finger, I can get 72,000 angels down here right now. Amen. 12 legions, 6,000 in a Roman legion. This was written in Roman times, 6,000 in a Roman legion. At the time of Jesus Christ, 6 times 12, 72. I do my math. Could have called down 72,000. But Jesus was able because it is written. It is written. It is written. I've come across people, they say, I'm waiting for God to do something. Oh, why did God give you the power? I give you power over all the power. It's sometimes we seem to be in a, in a catch-22 or some kind of a conundrum where you're waiting for God and God is waiting for you and nothing's getting done. Get up, knowing that God is with you, get up. Amen. Thank God for the angels. They came and ministered. I don't know what kind of revival we're not really knowing. Jesus is about to start his ministry. And the devil, knowing that, the devil used whatever circumstances that were at hand. In a desert. Let me show you some things. You want them, you can have them. You're just going to need to fall down. I thank God for a man that was sent on a mission. I'm talking about Jesus Christ. For a man that was sent on a mission and that came to fulfill the will of his Father in heaven. Even when it came to the cross. Sometimes we can see how Jesus was able to handle the, the, his enemy, the devil. And when it came time to go to the cross. Jesus says, my father, I know if it was possible, this cup, this is in uh, Matthew 26, I believe. 
if it be possible that this that I don't have to drink. He already announced, he said, in this cup is the New Testament. Explain to the disciples what's going to take place as far as his blood was concerned. Remember, with communion, September 4th. I said Matthew 26, or I thought I did. Oh, sorry, Matthew 26. Verse 39. But when his flesh began to feel the sin of Lincoln, that's my name, by the way. I don't want to accuse you of sin, but I can't anyways, because the Bible says all have sinned and are short of the glory of God. So when he began to feel that weight and that pressure, he says, and you can read this in Matthew 26, 39. Oh, Father, if it be possible, if this cup pass from me, nevertheless, thank God for that, nevertheless. Hallelujah. Come on. Someone say, thank you, Jesus. I'm saved by the blood of Jesus. Thank God for that, nevertheless. Had he not said that, nevertheless, there may not be blood of Jesus. For, your, for our salvation. Thank God for that nevertheless. Some of us have trouble with the nevertheless. My flesh wants me to go that way. Nevertheless, God. Nevertheless, God, I'll turn around and go the other way. My cousin wants me to my neighbor, my wife, my husband, my friend, my friend. Uh-oh. Sorry. My dog wants me to go. I didn't call anybody the dog. Don't get me wrong. It's just there's all kinds of elements, fleshly, carnal, temporal, on this earth that will have us, that will lead us astray. Thank God for the shepherd. Thank God for the good shepherd. His name is Jesus. Amen. This is how we need to deal with the devil. We need to take this serious because he'll come. He may even show up as an angel of light. Amen. This is the devil. This is not Jesus' half-brother, if there are any Mormons listening. He's not fighting with relatives. He's fighting with the enemy of his soul. Are you listening to me? Now, like I said, if he set his sights on Jesus, he's got his sights set on you. Amen. This is 2022. We're in the middle of August. Satan has unmarshaled all his forces. All his forces seem to be in position. I'm not talking about prophecy and revelation. I'm talking about your soul right now. He's got everything lined up and aligned up against you, against your soul to deny. If you can deny one, your sonship. We're going to look. We don't have, I don't have time this week, but next week I'm going to come back and break down exactly what the devil is after. He's not after your refrigerator. He's not after your car either. He's after your soul. Like I said, he's got all his forces in position trying to knock us out, trying to terrorize us. You're all alone. We break down, when we break this down. But I thank God that Romans 8, 37, here's one of the, I'm trying to think if there was one before, I forget, but in French, anyways, we're in English. Romans 8, 37, 
Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. There's one of those bullets, like I said, I'm going to give you. Because you remember, let me go back to that example. Some of you weren't in my meetings. We haven't, haven't done that, but I've done this in several of my meetings where I've stood up and I looked at you know, Everybody got a turn. So it was just, you may not have been first or you may not be, or you may have been first. But was, okay, it is written, uh, for God so loved the world that he gave his only way. You know, we know John 3.16. But we need some, like I said, some good caliber. So Romans 8. If you have to read it, but I want you to learn by the, by, the, by the time this message is over, Romans 8, 37. Nay, in all these things, not some of these things, see, the devil's going to come at you and say, well, you used to be addicted, or you used to do this, or from there, or everybody doesn't. Nay, in all these things, all these things. So when the devil comes at you with something that's red, something that's purple, something that's female, something that's male, something that's old, young, in the power, whatever, all these things, nay. Why didn't you try some of this? Nay. Hey, man. That's an old English word for no. And let your nay be nay when the devil comes at you. Hey, man. Romans 8.30, say it. Nay, in all these things, say it with me. I have trouble hearing you because you're like miles and miles away. You're on the other side of that camera. So there's a few people here in front of me. Most, most of them are French, but thank God for some of the English folks who are here. Nay, in all these things, say it. This is your, it is, devil, it is written. Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors. Amen. Through him that loved it, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth on him shall not perish, but they shall be saved. For God did not send his son into the world that the world may be condemned by him, but through him that the world may be saved. That's who loved us. Hallelujah. Nay, in all these things, so let's like your first. I know some of you have some ammunition you would to use against the devil. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. If you have to do it with one, you know, I don't want to get carnal like I said, but you should be able to spit scripture. Praise God, my sister Carrie. Good to see you, Carrie Lynn. Thanks for joining with us. Praying for Jan and Dustin. Hallelujah. We should be able to, amen, spit fire like faster than a machine gun or a semi-automatic. One verse, one scripture after the other. Praise God. And don't blame the King James because you can't. Well, King James, all that old English. The King James is, one, the most recognizable volume book ever written. Two, it is the most easiest of all translations, versions, whatever you want to call them, to memorize because of its, because of its musicality. It's very, very fluid the way it is written. If you've never picked up on that, or subconsciously, the way the commas, the English commas, whatever you want to call them, when you read scripture, whether you're reading Psalm or if you're reading in Ephesians chapter 6. Be like Jesus. Devil, it is written. Amen. Nay in all these things. Come on, try it. Everybody's doing it. Nay in all these things. 
The government has all these people put this in a collective. You know, and there's collectives in Denmark and there's collectives in Sweden and there's collectives, you know, they're making trying to make decisions for you and I because, well, whatever. We're not able, we're not capable, according to them anyways. So we're going to have to make a stand. That day is coming and that day is not, that day is today. Because there's people that are refusing government institutions that are refusing to allow the Bible any more furtherance. They're trying to stop everything of where it's at and then trying to remove it. Having put a, putting a, putting a, a pretty good um, resistance against what we're receiving today. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Well, if I got to be strong, that takes some power. As many as received him, to them he gave power, listen, to become the sons of God. It took power to become a son of God. You've got power to stay a son. Now I trust that got a few extra amens. Since Jesus said to live by every word, let's put some, even let's put some scriptures together. Let's make a recipe that is going to give us strength. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. You want to become a son? You want to become a daughter? He'll give you power to become that son. Power to be that daughter. So you've got power to become who you are in Christ today. You've got that power already. Put that power to use. Put it to work. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Listen. Your, who's your enemy? Remember, it's not brother or sister. So and so. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers. What else are we wrestling against? Against the rulers. And they're dark rulers. Against the rulers of the darkness of this world. When you deny the light of the world, his name is Jesus, you're a dark ruler. Ruling on the dark side against spiritual wickedness in high places. Ephesians 6 is where I'm reading from. Wherefore, take on the whole armor, someone say it, all the armor, that you may be able to withstand, that's the first stand I want you to underline. Second, sorry, second. Verse 11, there was a stand that you may be able to stand against. There's four stands in English. So underline the first one, verse 11, that you may be able to stand against. In my text, it's underlined. Now we come to the second stand, verse 13. There's actually two in this verse. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. That's today, August 14, 2022. It's an evil day. And having done all to stand, underline the fourth word, the third stand, 
Having done all to stand, stand therefore. Keep reading. Having your loins girt about with truth, having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Look at your feet. Above all, take in the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery... There's that word again. Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors. What's the shield of your faith look like? How much faith do you have on the... Is your, is your shield about the size of a quarter? Quarters still exist, or... Yeah. Loonies, whatever. You got dimes? That's a small one. How big's your shield? How much faith you got? That's why it is important when we come together, it is important that we, we edify and we exhort and we comfort that the word of God is there. Try to put as much word as possible into this hour of teaching. Above all, taking the shield of faith wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Who's wicked? The devil. No, no, but you should see how you should see what I saw, brother. No, 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 no. Let's get this straight. Brother may not be living right. You pray for him. Sister may not be. Pray for her. But it's the devil that wants your soul. And he'll use you, you'll be griping, you'll be, you know, murmuring, you'll be whatever, backbiting. And a list can go on and on, but enough of that. Realize, and I'm about to finish this, I may as well finish this passage, getting onto this subject. Above all, taking the shield of faith that you may be able to quench, what? All the fiery darts of the devil, and take the helmet of salvation... And the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Now what am I supposed to do with all, with all that? Verse 18. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit. And watching thereunto with all perseverance. There's that word again. All perseverance and supplication for all saints. You can emphasize those last three words. If you, for all saints. It really doesn't matter what the devil or how the devil is going to come at you. We're just, this is just a glimpse. And I've got other scriptures that I want to go into. We'll do that next. We'll carry this, carry this over into, into next week. Because I believe this is important. As far as the sons and daughters of God are concerned, the children of God, if you would, as far as what our calling is by God or unto God. As I said, whatever is, I mean, if the devil says left, you know God said right to begin with. I'm trying to make this clear. If God says up, the devil will say down. Whatever comes out of, his out of his mouth, the Bible says that he is the father of lies. 
That means he's the first one that ever lied. That's what that means. That's where that comes from. And whatever he has is diametrically opposed to what God, what thus saith the Lord. Not just diametrically, but demonically opposed as well to what thus saith the Lord. We don't, I don't need to wrestle or to grapple very long with some of the things that I hear, some of the things that people tell me. I just shrug it off saying, that's not what, that's not what my Bible says. I ain't got nothing to do with anything. As far, that's got nothing to do as far as me getting to heaven, as far as getting. And they come up with all kinds of theories and ways and doctrines and understanding and interpretation. Whatever they come up with, as I said, it, it's a hindrance. If I have to carry all that in my pockets, I'll run out of pocket space. So I get a backpack and throw it in my backpack. I'll, I'll need two backpacks and I'll be overwhelmed and overweighed and overburdened down. Let us lay aside every weight and the sin which should easily be, be set us and let us run with patience the race uh, which is set before us. I don't know about you, but I've got some running to do and I've got to be, I've got to be in a condition, in a, in, a performing, in a performance condition to be able to run, amen, to, to, to the, in, in the direction that God has me to run to be able to make it unto the end, to endure unto the end. Hallelujah. This is what Paul is telling us. And yet we become encumbered with what is going to become a nuisance, if you would. I'm going to pray in a few minutes. I want us to pray together. Pray for one another. Thank God for every single one of you listening. But I want to... No, beyond a shadow of a doubt that there is no devil doesn't matter what he sounds like doesn't matter what he looks like or she or it whatever you want to call these things these days we have a protection that has been given us from God and it is able to keep us. Hallelujah. I am kept. Someone say, I am kept. Praise God. The devil is going to come out. We, this is, sir, we read scriptures. He's looking to devour you. And he's on the prowl, if you would. Seeking, there it is. What Peter wrote. The devil's walking, seeking to devour you. I thank God I will not be devoured. Are you listening today? Satan will not have the advantage because I know what he's going to sound like. I know what he's after. I know what he's going to look like. And I'm going to go into more details next week. How to deal with the devil. That we can be, firm, that we can be in a standing position position I mean, this is the strategy that all hell has, and all hell has been loosed in these last days. Pray for our young people. Like I said, next week, as school's about to start, I want to bless our young people going to the school. They'll be blessed with good teachers, surrounded by good morals. One of our friends, when they have to do projects together, that they're going to be blessed and not corrupted, not perverted, not end up addicted, not hurt. 
not injured, whatever. Amen. I'm gonna, I want to bless the young people because they need it. This is the world. This is the evil day. We read the scripture. This is in the evil day. Well, that's not tomorrow. It's today. I want to pray in a couple minutes because it is an evil day. I want you to have this blessing, though. As you see, Jesus was able to have the devil flee from him. Nay, in all these things, make some bread. No. Throw yourself down. No. Well, if you don't throw yourself down, just fall down and worship me. No. Nay, in all these things, Jesus was more than a conqueror. It is written, it is written, it is written. Praise God. Look at your spiritual ammunition, if you would, this week. If you need to put something on the refrigerator so that every time, and the reason why I use the refrigerator door, because I think the refrigerator door is open more than the Bibles are opened. I'm not looking at anybody. I don't embarrass anybody. Think of how many times you open that refrigerator door every day and how many times do you open the Bible per day? So a good place to put that scripture that you want to memorize, say, okay, before, before I allow my flesh to grab that hot dog that's inside that fridge, I got to quote that scripture. Do that once a week. So this week, put on the fridge, nay, and all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. So before the, you deny the flesh until the spirit can fire that. It is written, Satan. It is written, devil. I will not be devoured. Two minutes, I'm going to pray. I want you to have this understanding. I want you to have this teaching. I want you to have this heart. I want you to have this victory in your life. And this is where it's going to come from, right here. It is written. It is written. It is, it is written. I'm turning my pages. It is written. It is written. We have here, praise God, word after word. And Jesus said, the first, the, I mean, the coming, coming up into the first battle, Jesus said, Man shall not live by bread alone. This is what's feeding me. This is what's feeding my soul. Praise God. Your King James Bible, this is what's in my hand. This is what is. I, I thank God this is what I'm using today. And that's allowing me to be more than a conqueror. That's allowing victory in my life. It doesn't matter what the devil comes. It doesn't matter what his plan is. It doesn't matter what his weapon that he's forming against. It shall not prosper. But in the name of Jesus, I have the victory. Jesus is not dead. He came out of the grave, and I thank God that same power. Amen. The Bible says, if the spirit of him that raised him up from the dead shall also dwell in you, that spirit shall quicken your mortal body. And I thank God today for that quickening spirit, that spirit which gives, not only has given me life, but it keeps me alive because Jesus is alive and he lives in me. Hallelujah. Christ in you is the hope of this world. That didn't come out right. Christ in you is the hope of glory. Praise God. What is in me doesn't come from this world. Amen. What is in me doesn't come from my education, doesn't come from my classes, doesn't come from my upbringing. It comes from the house of God. Are you with me? Hallelujah. Christ in me is the hope of glory. I have no hope for what this world has in store for me. Bad news after bad news, bad after news, bad, bad, after bad news rather. I need Jesus Christ. You need Jesus Christ. I need Jesus Christ in me. Jesus Christ has to be in you. That's how I want to pray.
Give me a few seconds and we're going to pray together. Praise God. To have to know who Jesus is and to know that you can have Jesus in your life today, that you can have that blessing today. Father in heaven, Lord, I thank God for this message which we have received. I thank God for the blessing which we have which is ears that are open to hear. I thank God today my dependence is not coming from this world. Jesus didn't want it. He says, look at all these glorious things. Look at all these pinnacles and valleys and mountains and whatever else just fall. No, Jesus said, I'm not interested in any of that. I have come to do my Father's will. And Lord, I pray this into the hearts and minds of all my brothers and sisters now. And forever in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, praise God, that we will not be tempted by anything that the devil has to say. We're not tempted by stones. We're not tempted by bread. We're not tempted by things of the flesh. We're not tempted by what looks good. We're not tempted by what the devil has to offer, Lord. I thank God for your will. I pray that your will will be made clear in Jesus' name, that we will see through faith, through your spirit, by your spirit, we will know what the will of God is. We will have that conviction in our hearts, in our minds, in our souls to be able to move forward in this earth. Even our young people, as they get ready, they're buying school supplies. So as they get ready to go back into this education system, which is failing, it's failing every single person. But I thank God today, what is not failing is your spirit. And I pray that your spirit be with these young children, no matter the primary, the secondary, or high school or college or university, whatever, amen, they may be going after. I thank God in Jesus' name that you will be with them, Lord, through the fire, praise God, through the debates, through the waters, through the floods, Lord. In Jesus' name, I thank God for that blessing, praise God, that is there for each and every person that is listening to me today. Now, if someone wants this life, they're saying, okay, yeah, I'm fed up with disobedience. I'm done with sin. I'm tired of this reckless life. I'm tired of what the cause of sin, which is death. Ultimately, it's death. Sickness, uh, sorrows, uh, 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 poverty, uh, the, the disgrace, whatever amen, sin has caused. I come again. I rebuke this now, and I thank God today that we are able to stand. We are having done all to stand, that we may be able to withstand even the wiles of the devil, and I thank God today, praise God, that we have this vision which is coming from your word because these are words of spirit and of life through your spirit we're receiving what thus saith the Lord today and I thank God today we're not in rejection but we are in a receiving mind in a receiving heart for as many as received him to them he gave power Lord and we need this power today in Jesus name hallelujah power today Praise God. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. This power, Lord, in Jesus' name, I pray it into the lives of every single person listening to me today. In Jesus' name. If you're asking God for forgiveness, it's taking place right now. Say, God, be merciful unto me, a sinner, and it is done. Praise God. The mercy of God comes upon you, and I thank God your life changes. The wages of sin is death, but the, the, the gift which God has for you today is eternal life through Jesus Christ, O oh Lord. This is the gift. Receive the gift of God today in your life. Praise God. A better life, a better way. That's Jesus Christ. Nobody else. Amen. Don't look for another man. Don't look for another woman. Don't look for another name. The name of Jesus. I lift up that name of Jesus Christ right now. May become evident. May become a token. May become a sign. May become a seal in the lives of every person listening to me today. So that they know, praise God, beyond a shadow of a doubt. I thank God, Lord, our memory 
needs some help revitalize even the thoughts of her mind praise the programming of her mind so it is written it is written it is written i thank god today praise god we're gonna have an, an, an overwhelming out of our belly it shall flow in jesus name lord i pray for every person listening especially the young people we're gonna have a belly flowing with the words of spirit and of life flowing with the words of eternal life whether we be in the school system whether we be walking the trails in the park whether we be sitting in the campground or the golf land or doesn't matter where at work on the way to work in the school bus doesn't matter where we are going to be i thank god praise god that we're going to have scripture that flows praise god we're going to have that life that abundance praise god in jesus name hallelujah there's not going to be a shortage of it there's not going to be a famine of it we are not going to be ashamed of the gospel of christ for it is the power of god unto salvation and i thank god today for that power that saving power salvation power in the life of my brothers and sisters from this day forward in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I thank God for this blessing that belongs to the children of God today. Praise God. Hallelujah. The devil has no advantage over you and I today because of Jesus Christ. Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him. Who loves us. In Jesus' name, I pray these things. Amen and amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Keep your hands up. Pray. Thank God for this blessing that you have to be victorious. Someone say, thank you, Jesus. For greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I thank God today. Hallelujah. Praise his holy name. Praise God. Bless my brothers and sisters once again, Lord, I pray. No doubt in Jesus' name. No hesitation in Jesus' name. We're going to recognize the strategy and the wiles of the devil. And they come down. The strongholds are broken in Jesus' name. I thank God today for that blessing that we have to live this life victoriously in Jesus' name. Whatever we touch is blessed. Praise God. Wherever we go, there's a blessing because we're not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. God is for us, not against us. Praise His, praise his holy name. Praise God. Our Father in heaven, you've given us a way today. I thank God that every person within the sound of my voice will be found on that way. The way which leadeth unto life in Jesus' name. There is only one way, and that way is Jesus Christ. The devil may have all his ifs, all his doubts, all his unbeliefs, all his wiles, all his ways. But I thank God today we have the way. And that's your son, Jesus Christ, Lord. I thank you for that way. The man of God, the prophet, prophesied, and there shall be a way, and that way shall be called the way of holiness. I thank God for that way. We're going to be on that way. We're going to follow peace with all men and holiness. Without such, no man shall see the Lord. Thank God today, praise God. Hallelujah. We know where we're going. We know how to get there. And thank God that you've given us, praise God, everything we need so that we can press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Praise God. Thank God for everybody pressing. Thank God for those that are running the race. 
Hallelujah. Lay aside that weight. Lay aside that sin. Whatever hinders you, praise God, that we can be found. Praise God. Eternally blessed in the presence of God, our creator and our maker. Praise God. Hallelujah. I pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Someone say amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. I trust this, has been a, this, this message has been a blessing. I want it to be an encouragement to you so that you have everything um, that is necessary and everything needful. Praise God. As close, amen, at, at arm's length, if you would, if I can use that term. Hallelujah. Praise God. You won't be searching and wondering, oh, what do I do now? It is written. Praise God. The word of God, here's the answer that you need. I trust that you have a Bible. Like I said, open that Bible more than you open up the fridge, more than your necessary food is how Job put it. Praise God. And I want you to be blessed. Young people, spend time. You've got a week left before school. I don't mean to bum you out in any way, but I know school's getting, it's just around the corner. But you have a few days left. Spend that extra time in the Word of God. You're going to need it. Come semester one, semester two, with whatever. And I know some teachers are listening, but you are holy, sanctified teachers, so you really don't count on what I'm about to say. But some of those lessons that are being taught, thank God for God's lessons and God's ways that our children, praise God, will be going into school in advance. No advantage. The devil, the school system, the work system, the economy, the government, the p political system, the whatever is out there, there is no advantage over us. Jesus Christ is greater. Hallelujah. Praise God. Above and beyond. Amen. Jesus Christ transcends whatever is in this world. And I thank God that Jesus Christ is not dead, but he is alive and he lives in me. Praise God. My name is Lincoln. Thank you so much for listening to That's the Truth. Until the next time, you're going to have to deal with the devil. But now I, th I thank God that you have a little extra of that power, a little extra of, that, of what is needed. It is written. It is written. It is written. Remember, praise God. Amen. Arm yourself. Praise God. And start this week with Romans 8, 37. Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him. Praise God that loved us. Praise God. Thank God for the love of God. Until the next time, I love you. Be blessed. Praise God. And be victorious. Be more than a conqueror. Be the overcomer in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Let's give Jesus a good hand. Praise God. I love you. Until the next time. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, I trust the Word of God has blessed you today. God has given us a generous portion of our daily bread. All the glory be unto God. Someone say, thank you, Jesus. Remember, you can see the video and audio files of this teaching on our YouTube channel, That's the Truth, as well as our Facebook page, Link with God. Please share these links with your friends and family so that they too can be blessed. This is how you can help me preach the gospel of Christ, salvation for this generation. Stay tuned. There's a lot more of the Word of God coming right up. My name is Lincoln, and you're listening to That's the Truth. That's the Truth.